0: Hey, everyone, it's Bill Thompson, T-Bill. Welcome to the Plain Market Talk. Today's Thursday, May 12, 2022. Okay, we had those two big inflation reports come out. One of them came in slightly higher than market expectations. The other went out at market expectations. So we'll see what's going on with that. Uh, markets are continuing to sell off on fear of rising interest rates. Uh, Continuous claims for unemployment are now at the lowest level since 1970, showing a strong labor market. Uh, We had a continuing decline in the cryptocurrency market, lost $200 billion in value just yesterday. So we'll talk about what might end up happening there. Also, I want to talk about the effect now beginning to be felt in Russia from the economic sanctions. And we got some stocks in the news. Okay, so right now it's 9.43 in the morning Eastern time. Uh, Let's take a look at the markets. Uh, We got the Dow Jones Industrial Average down 0.93%. S&P 500 down 1.01%, NASDAQ Composite down 1.51%. Market continuing uh, its streak of losses over the last few days. And that may continue, it's hard to say. We may also see some what's called bargain hunting happen where investors begin to start buying in on lower prices. Okay, uh, yesterday, uh, Wednesday, we had the Consumer Price Index report come out. Uh, it showed inflation is running at an annualized rate of 8.3%. That was slightly higher than the market expectations of 8.1%. However, that is down, that's April's numbers, down from March's 8.5% annualized rate. So we are seeing inflation beginning to come down somewhat, but still at a high level. Today we had the producer price index come out. This is what sellers um, are paying for raw materials and so forth. Uh, that came in at an annualized rate of 11%, but that was actually on target with market expectations. But. Inflation continues to run high. Uh, You know, there's multiple theories as to how much of this is based on the labor shortage, supply chain issues, China still having to shut down large cities, uh, which is creating now supply issues, Um, just lots of things, Uh, but the the markets, uh, the reason markets are down primarily is the anticipation the Federal Reserve will have to continue to raise interest rates to try to slow the economy down to deal with inflation. And as interest rates go up, bonds, which are loans to governments and corporations, begin to look more appealing than stocks. Also, as interest rates go up, it becomes more expensive to buy big-ticket items like homes, uh, automobiles, and so forth. Okay. So anyway, we'll keep an eye on what's going on there. All right, over in the cryptocurrency market, yeah, we've seen a big decline. You know, a lot of times we look at Bitcoin as a measure. There's multiple ways to do this, but just to give you an example of of what is going on here, uh, and I'll talk about what may happen going forward as far as the overall cryptocurrency market in general. All right. So Bitcoin hit a high, I believe it was November of last year, around $65,000 a unit. Uh, Let's see, yeah, it was uh, November 12th, $64,400 a a unit. And uh, right now at $28,078. I I mean, it depends on when you bought into it. Um, Yeah, if you bought back in and say... Oh, I don't know. We we'll go back to like a couple of years from um, you know. If we go back to like November 2020, or even here, let me look here. September 2020, you would have paid ten thousand dollars for a unit. Now it's twenty eight thousand. But yeah, if you bought it at sixty four thousand, now it's a twenty eight. It's not looking too good. I think what may happen here, is the entire cryptocurrency market going to just disappear? No, I don't think so. But I think we're going to have a big shakeout now as we've seen these massive price declines. You know, it reminds me of the dot-com stocks of the late 90s. We had all these companies. All they had to do was stick dot-com after the name and go public and the stock went to $1,000 a share. And then that market collapsed February of 2000. And most of those companies went out of business. But the stronger ones did survive uh, and are still thriving today. So I, I think we may see that with, with, with cryptocurrencies, the stronger ones will, will survive, but we're gonna probably see a lot of shakeout in this market. You know, I saw it also, we saw it with the uh, online brokerage firms uh, of the mid to late 90s, you know, about 1995, when people began to get internet access in their homes in large numbers, uh, a lot of online brokerage firms suddenly appeared and, and most of them ended up eventually failing, going by the wayside the stronger ones survive. We saw that with banking also, and the real estate crisis of 2008, 2009, we uh, we saw big banks like Wachovia, Washington Mutual, and many others fall by the wayside, and yet the stronger ones survived. So I, I think that's what's gonna happen with cryptocurrencies. Can it go down more? Yeah, absolutely, it could turn around too, but um, we'll do, just have to see. But I think we're gonna see a big shakeout. It's already beginning to occur. Okay, what else do we have here? Um, all right, so Disney. Uh, Disney reported their earnings at the close of business yesterday. They announced their revenue for the first quarter uh, of 2022 from the theme parks has doubled to $6.7 billion. Yeah, I can I can relate to that. I live here in Orlando. Um, yeah, Disney World, just as an example, is just jam-packed. Uh, and so yeah, uh, people are just out of theme parks. So yeah, they're doing really well. Uh, Also, they announced Disney streaming service. Uh, I believe it was anticipated they would be hitting about 135 uh, million subscribers, came in about 137 million. So, um, you know, the news was good, and yet the stock is down. Okay, the stock is right now down, um, well, it was down 4.3% at the uh, start of business, 9.49 in the morning right now, Eastern Time, market's been open 19 minutes. And now it's down 2.8%, so investors seem to be buying in. Yeah, Disney uh, issued some lower guidance for the second half of the year. Saying their numbers may not be quite as strong as anticipated, due to economic issues, high inflation. You know, people have to start making choices. You know, what are they going to pay for? And it might be less visits to Disney and buying Disney products. Also, they're having still some issues with the Asian theme parks, COVID issues in China. They got the uh, the two big theme parks over there, the one in Shanghai and the other one in Hong Kong. So anyway, uh, but yeah, Disney. This is a stock to keep an eye on for a possible turnaround situation. Uh, This is a stock that was sitting at about $190 a share in in February of last year, February uh, 2021, $101, $102 right now. Investors are just concerned that You know, Disney's numbers may not be coming in strong for the next couple of years as, you know, a lot of people still are are reluctant to travel internationally or not not able to. Also, you know, economic impacts and possible slowing economy, high interest rates. But, uh, you know, but overall, Disney's fundamentals are strong. So... Uh, I would keep an eye on this. Uh, probably usually what you want to see with a turnaround, you don't want to buy in, guess when the low is. What you normally want to do is wait till you start seeing it going up on a sustained basis with good, strong fundamentals. Uh, and one, one strategy you can do, you know, like when do I buy in? Well, you don't have to throw all your money in at once. You could throw you know, a quarter of it in or half of it in and see what happens. The stock's either going to go up, down, or stay the same. And if it continues to go down, then buy back, buy in a little more at a lower price, but then if you see it on a sustained upwards uh, movement, well, buy back, continue to buy in. At least you got some shares at the lower price. All right. So we'll keep an eye on what's going on there. Uh, Russia, yeah, I, I've got, uh, I've been reading up what's going on in Russia now, the effects of the economic sanctions. I also have three people I know who have family in Russia, two in Moscow, one uh, I think over in St. Petersburg area. Uh, not quite St. Petersburg, but up in that area. All right, here's what they're telling me. I'm getting more information on what's going on in Moscow. The sanctions are being noticed, but they're not devastating yet. Uh, Apparently, from what I'm being told, the restaurants there are still jam-packed, traffic is as busy as ever on the the roads, which means people still have jobs and are still working. Uh, On the surface, things look pretty normal, but when you... start to look below the surface, they said you're beginning to really see things. One is food prices. Uh, They're saying over there food prices are getting really high. Um, They have inflation running at a possible estimate 25, 30% over the next year, just overall. But particularly food prices, they said food is getting very expensive, although still on the shelves. They said that what they're noticing is that suddenly all these electronic devices like um, iPhones and such are disappearing and it's impossible to find a charger. Uh, Apparently what's happened, people are well aware that when the new iPhones come out and the new you know, other devices, Galaxy's Edges, and so forth, but they're not going to be able to get them uh, because um, these companies have stopped doing business in Russia. So they said they're beginning to see hoarding there. Also, this, the fact that, interesting with McDonald's, McDonald's, uh, Russians like McDonald's, and the McDonald's have all closed, and apparently what people did is they went out, before they closed, they bought, like, everything they could from McDonald's, you know, Big Macs or whatever, what fries, whatever, and they stuck them in freezers and now there's a black market for people selling this stuff. Hey, you know, I got a frozen, you know, Whopper, or not Whoppers, that's Burger King, sorry, Big Mac, um, and so forth. So they're seeing that. But they also said now they're seeing a sense of isolation. They're no longer able to take vacations uh, because of the travel uh, sanction. The airlines won't fly to Russia. Uh, they also said they're not able to visit family now in other countries. Uh, and they're beginning to feel isolated. Also, people are getting to worry about their jobs. Uh, and they said they're well aware that a lot of these factories, a lot of the jobs supply on you know um, parts from other countries. So they said there's a lot of fear now beginning to uh, build in, although they said that what they can tell, there's still a fair amount of support for President Putin. So anyway, but the sanctions are beginning to have an effect, and they will have more and more of an effect every day. And there's also some talk that now that Russia's, uh, smart missiles, they're not able to continue to build those, they're running out of them. Uh, Precision guided missiles, because they can't get the electronic parts from other countries, so anyway. All right, so we'll, we'll, we'll continue to see what's going on there. Okay, we got some stocks in the news here, um, and then let's see what else we got to talk about. Uh, some stocks I'm seeing here. All right, Beyond Meat. Uh, yeah, th- this is a company that's just continuing to be pounded. Uh, they're, they're suffering wider losses. Uh, th- this is, I, I guess, it's the fake meat. Uh, I have to admit I've never had it, but, you know, I've heard people say it's, it's pretty good. Um, anyway, there are trading symbols, BYND, uh, Boy Yellow, Nancy David, And let's see, they're down about 2% right at the moment. It's not too bad, but this stock is pretty much continuously gone down since June of last year when it was $150 a share, and now it's $26.21. So I don't know if this is really a turnaround situation. You might have other companies. If this market takes off, you're going to have bigger food suppliers just starting to jump in on that. All right, so we got that. Uh, but what else do we have here? We got a few other things. Uh, on a more positive note, Tapestry. Uh, might be, may or may not be familiar with this company. TPR is their trading symbol. Uh, Tom Paul Robert. Uh, you know their product store, or at least I'm sure I've heard of them. Uh, they they make uh, coach bags, Kate Spade, and, you know, all that kind of stuff. All right, so... Uh, They reported better than expected earnings, and that stock is up 11.5% right now. So keep an eye on Tapestry. Uh, This could be a play, Uh, Tom Paul Robert. Uh, Okay, we got that. Uh, Six Flags. I mentioned people are going back to theme parks. Well, Disney's doing well, so was SeaWorld. They just announced record numbers here in Orlando. I believe Universal Studios, the same way. Anything with theme parks. So. Anyway, Six Flags is another one, uh, even though the stock is down today, um, was up 7.7%, now down one point, uh, uh, excuse me, down 4.3%. But they reporting, um, they are losing money though, but smaller than expected loss, but they said the sales numbers are looking good. But they might be seeing a slowdown second half of the year. So like Disney, there might be a buying opportunity with Six Flags. Um, they're symbol six, S-I-X, so Sam, Ida, X-Ray. Okay, here's one to uh, talk about, uh, WeWork. Now, you might not be familiar with them, but this is something to, um, to look at. W.E., William Edward. Uh, okay, this is a low price stock. I talked about the other day with Vroom. Uh, WeWork is four point eight. Uh, Four dollars eighty-three cents a share. It is down five percent right now. Although uh, their numbers are coming in pretty pretty strong, they reported sales exceeding what was expected, uh, and they are still losing money, but thirty percent, thirty-seven percent lower than in the prior quarter. And th- their sales are the best since the beginning of twenty twenty. They are an office sharing company, and and this could be something to look at. You know, as more and more Americans are starting businesses, working out of homes, but they also may be looking to share office space. So I don't know if you'd buy into it right away, but i keep an eye on it. Uh, all right, a couple more here, and uh, we'll call it a day for today. All right, so, um, yeah, Lordstown Motors, Simple Ride, R-I-D, Ralph Ida, David Edward. Uh, looks like they have completed a deal to sell assets to... Foxconn, that's a manufacturer. All right, so anyway, um, RIDE, let's see how they're doing. They were up quite a bit earlier. Let's see. It's a low price stock. Again, I've been, you know, some I've been getting some questions about some low price stocks. So $1.61 a share, up 6.3%. As I've talked about with these lower price stocks, though, be careful with the bid and ask. Bid is the selling price, ask is the buying price. With these guys, it's just a penny difference. But sometimes you can see big spreads there, and you end up, you know, paying, you know, 50 cents for a stock that nobody's willing to give you more than 10 cents on. All right, so we got that too. Uh, Let's see, got anything else today? That's pretty much it. Let's take one more look at the market, and then we'll be back at it here in a few days. Okay, let's see. Markets are now beginning to recover somewhat or still down. The Dow Jones Industrial Average now down 0.68%. S&P 500 down 1.02%. NASDAQ Composite down 1.37%. All right, so we'll call it a day. Uh, Again, Bill Thompson, T Bill. Hope everyone's doing well, and I will talk to everybody again soon. Take care. See ya.